0: Welcome to Manchester's Podcast. Thank you for joining, wherever and however you're listening, the show that talks about anything and everything. Everything. And now, here's your host, Jason Manchester. Oh, how's it going? Thank you for tuning in again. And today... Uh, It could be a quick one. Just want to talk about something that uh, is on a lot of people's minds. I mean, no matter what side you're on with this, you know, honestly, (laughs) I mean, there's what I'm about to talk about has grown tremendously over the years and more people are doing it. And that is going vegan, plant-based, whole foods, uh, that type of stuff. Um, Diets always, always been on the forefront of a lot of people's minds no matter if you're you know if you're bodybuilding you're just working out to stay healthy or you know you're just trying to you know watch your watch your eating habits so that you could just you know lead a healthy life so and then you got people who think that um you have to have meat in your diet we a majority of us have grown up in a lifestyle where you were fed meat from the time that you could you know actually eat it, digest it, or whatever, it's been in our diet. And we've been led to believe that we need it just because of, you know, the calories, the protein, the vitamins, all the stuff that comes with it nutritionally. I'm not here to say whether it's right, whether it's wrong. That's not what this is about. This is just about to state some opinions and kind of be in the middle on both sides. Now, I am working with a good friend of mine, Tony Berardo, we are working on um, putting together right now the beginning stages of a documentary that we're going to shoot. We're going to be discussing a lot of this. Um, it's going it's called Eating Both Sides, and it's, it's playing both sides of us, but it's being neutral. It's not trying to make anybody go one way or the other. That's not what this is about. So I don't think that you can't be on one side and, and tell the other people that are on the other side that, you know, what you're doing is wrong and, you know, and vice versa. And I don't think you should. I think you should be open to, you know, both sides if you want to be and, and feel comfortable with it. That's kind of what um, a lot of this is about. So anyway, diving into this, you know, if you think about um, meat, the different types of meat, the red meat, the white meat, processed meat, I'll processed meat, anything processed is what. People want to stay away from. We you always hear about the processed stuff, that's not healthy. That's really bad for you. You have the white meat. You have the red meat. The red meat, the beef, uh, pork, lamb, veal, goat, bison, elk, venison. Um, you know, I used to eat a lot of venison uh, when I was younger. I ate a lot of you know, obviously beef and pork, but. I am a believer that venison is, it's good for you, especially if you go out and harvest it yourself. I think it's, it's, it's super clean. It's super, um, uh, it's good for you. You know, it's lean. Um, and it's good. It's just, it's a good meat, um, you know, iron rich. So then you have your white meat, which if you look at people that are definitely into working out, building muscle, want a lot of protein, they always lean towards that chicken. So I know when I used to work out a ton, um, chicken was a huge part of my diet and, uh, turkey every now and then, not too much, but you know, you can get into the duck and the goose and wild birds and, you know, like quail and pheasant and stuff. I guess if you get into that, I never really got into that a whole lot, but, um, it, it is a, uh, it is something that, that obviously, you know, would fall into the white meat. Um, and then you got your processed meat, hot dogs, sausage, bacon, you know, luncheon meats that are packed up in bags and or whatever, bologna, salami, pastrami, stuff like that. It's just, I don't know. I don't think that's the, the good way to go. Um, but again, I'm not here to tell you what's good and what's bad. Um, just trying to kind of stay in the middle you know when you look at the nutrients in meat, and we're talking about meat still. The lean meat, which is considered an excellent protein source, you know, contains about 25 to 30 percent protein by weight after you're cooking it. And then, um, if you look at like a three and a half ounce uh, serving of cooked chicken breast, it is about 31 grams of protein, so you can see why people who are working out, building muscle, you got to have the protein, right? And depending on what, you, what you're what you doing, you get that one, one to one and a half to two grams or, or whatever of protein per pound that you weigh. And um, the same serving of lean beef contains about 27 grams. So you're pretty close, but you can understand why people lean towards that meat, Um to get their protein during the day because you could eat a few you know a few good meals with a decent sized portion of meat and you're just you're loading in the protein right and again I do not I'm not getting into the specifics of everything that you're going to get in these you know in both sides and whether it's healthy or not um I think you can dive into hopefully I can find a um I want to get a doctor or something that I can I can dive into the the um nutritional part of it to where, you know, what's good and what's bad. Cause there are portions that you don't want too much of this or too much of that, whatever that may be, you know, animal protein is, is considered to be a complete protein. It, you know, it provides, you know, all the essential amino acids, um, that, that you need. And it has, it, it gives you the calories that you need, you know, a lot of the calories that you need, the protein, um, the vitamins whether that's b6 b12 zinc selenium phosphorus all that stuff you need you can but on the other hand if you don't get it that way there are vitamins that you can take that can give that to you you know that's why I want to kind of go into the whole whole Foods plant-based diet too because you can be healthy eating that and then getting your stuff that you need that you might be lacking from meat in other ways. If you want to, if you don't want to eat the meat, right? Uh, like like if you wanted to eat liver and other organs, which people do, um, you know, it's high in your vitamin A, B, B12 iron selenium. Um, and there, you know, it's an excellent source for many vitamins that you need for your brain, muscle and liver health. um, I mean, just in summary, it's an excellent source of protein. Uh, it has several vitamins, minerals. It just it has a lot of stuff that you need. That's why people are packing it in. You you grow up with it. The meats, the potatoes, all that kind of stuff that you pile on your table and you eat. And it's like you got to have this to grow big, to grow strong, right? So you grow up with that lifestyle, and you just you take it throughout your life. And the older you get. You continue to eat as much as you can when it comes to the meat. And I think that's where you run into your your diet problems, your health problems. So, and again, not getting into that on this one, uh, on this podcast. Uh, I will on a later podcast. So um, be sure to, you know, if you're not following, make sure that you're following on, on Spotify or Apple iTunes so that you can get uh, notified when I do come out with new podcasts cuz this is this will be one that it will be coming out to cuz I like I said I do want to dive deeper into that moving on to if you look at like whole foods plant-based it's a trend that has been building over the years right there if you go to any restaurant you can find vegan vegan options on m- most menus either vegan or vegetarian or you can find those types of of menus now. Sometimes they have a separate menu. Sometimes they have it in the menu, or they can make certain things vegan uh, or vegetarian, depending on what that that food that they're serving is. Um, but you got to make sure that it's you know it, it, if you're vegan, you want to make damn sure that that's exactly what uh, you're you're getting. Normally, what they do is they'll cook it in a whole separate pan or pot or whatever you're eating away from everything else, or they'll cook something. They have to clean it and then they'll have to cook it into something else. It's just like if you have, uh, people have allergies, they can't cook your stuff near like peanuts or any kind of nut. They can't, they have to tell you when stuff like that is in the, in the restaurant, they have to keep all your stuff away from everybody, everything else that contains nuts and stuff like that. So plant-based and whole food types of, of diets Obviously, they avoid animal products. Um, vegan, they, they don't eat any animal products. They normally, you know, hardcore vegans, don't even wear anything that has to do with leather or anything like that. Anything that comes from anything that was living. Um, plant-based, you know, they focus on plants. It includes vegetables, fruits, whole grains, legumes, seeds, and nuts, which, you know, it makes up. That's majority of, of what you eat. Um. You know and it it ex if you it does exclude um, refined foods that that have sugars in it and uh, white flour and processed oils you know all that stuff is is gone um, they pay close attention to the food quality and so I mean there's there you know most people that do it are pretty serious about um what they what they're eating and how they're eating it and they you if you're really into this, you really look into what you're eating and how it's prepared. A lot of people prepare their food at home, but if you go somewhere, you have to pay close attention to how the, the uh the people in the kitchen are cooking the food. Uh and then the people who follow vegan diets, you know, like I said, they they don't consume any animal products, including dairy, meat, poultry, seafood, eggs, honey. Um, you know, the honey thing, I don't know. I mean, I'm okay with the honey thing. I I don't completely get that. I don't want to get into that. I'll get into that at a later date, but you know, and vegetarians exclude all meat, poultry. Uh, but some vegetarians, they do eat eggs, seafood and dairy. They do. The, uh, WFPV is a, uh, it's, it's a little bit more flexible. They eat mostly plants, but animals, animal products aren't off limits. The uh, WFPV, that's the whole food plant-based um, diet. So, Another thing that people are concerned with when you're eating vegan, vegetarian, whole food, plant-based, what they look at is, what people look at that when they're seeing people eat like this is, you know, are you healthy? Are you gaining weight? Um, you know, why are you doing it? And is it healthy for you in that fashion? You know, so... On both sides you have people wondering is it healthy to not eat meat protein you're not getting the vitamins are you getting the vitamins from you know actual supplements and then so you got on the on the the side that don't eat meat they're looking at the people to eat meat and go oh, are you healthy because you're eating you know too much meat too many eggs and things like that that um could produce, you know, problems with your um, with your health later on, you know, including, you know, things like cancer. Yeah, I and I'm not a doctor. I've looked at stuff. Um, I've researched some stuff, and, and it is it does draw um, draw up questions about cancer and how it's related to um, heavily consumed meat areas. It's it's been a it's been a talk and. Uh, in a lot of circles and you know, they, they, they kind of pin some cancers on um, a place, places where they consume, you know, high quantity, uh, quantities of uh, meat, you know, and then eggs, you look at, they say, you know, it's high in cholesterol. You eat too many eggs. There's people that eat tons of eggs every day. So again, both sides, they have, they have their issues, not issues. They have their, their, their concerns about eating certain ways. So, like i said this is this is just um stating some facts and you know if you're listening and you're deciding to go one way or the other or you know you you are or maybe you've talked to people who are and you're you're considering it you know it's it's something that you can try to uh to 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 you know just try and do it for like 30 days you know if you want to go vegetarian for 30 days ease into it you don't necessarily want to go straight vegan you know, it's tough. Um, I've done it for a short period of time and I do it periodically, but you know, I did it for, I think it was about 30 days years ago when my wife asked me to, and I did it and it was, it was hard, but I'm used to my diet being a certain way. When I was working out a lot, I would have a strict diet. So it wasn't that tough for me to cut out some things and then just go, and try it out, you know, and it, to be honest with you, it was, it was nice, because it cleaned my system out, and you can look at it that way, too, uh, most people will tell you going vegan, I mean, it's a lifestyle, you know, it's not something you can just dabble in every now and then. you're not gonna, you're not gonna go vegan this week, and non-vegan next week, it just doesn't do any good, there's no reason to, I don't think, I mean, I guess it, there could be, but I don't think there is, I can tell you that, Going plant-based diets definitely help with with weight loss. Um, they've done studies. Um, they've they've done studies where people have gone on plant-based diets and lost significant weight. You know, um, just over a month, month and a half. You know, uh, people have lost you know probably four and a half five pounds or more, which is pretty good. So if you're looking to lose weight and you're working out. You know, at least if you're going to the gym, then you know it might be something that you want to you want to try in order to to remain or not remain healthy. Excuse me, but to to start to to change your health, um, depending on what kind of health you're in already. You know, if you go to the doctor and he checks you out and you're in great health, you still may want to do it. I mean, I guess if you're interested in it, or you may go to the doctor and you may have high cholesterol, you may have blood pressure problems, and and, you know, diabetes and things like that. And if you do, then, you know, going plant-based, vegan, or something like that could definitely help you, you know. But you also just, you got to look at what your diet is to start with. I think if you just simply cut out processed foods, and I'm talking about, like, all the stuff that I named before, you know, that are processed. And obviously there are more. And I'm talking about the hot dogs, the bacon, the lunch meats, the, the bologna and salami and all this stuff, you know, that you're eating that are packaged. And you know it's processed. Cut that stuff out. Cut fast food out. Cut diet sodas out. Um, cut any kind of soda out. Cut candy out. Uh, refined grains. You know, Flour. Uh, cut that stuff out. Do it for 30 days and see what it feels like. You know, it's, um, you get so used to eating stuff like that, you don't realize just how bad you feel. But if you stop going to McDonald's and you stop going to Burger King and Hardee's or whatever fast food restaurant you're going to, and I'm not just talking about those types of restaurants, if you just stop eating out for a little while, You know, stop eating out, make your own food, make up a diet, make your own food, do it for like a week or two, see how you feel. I'm telling you, you will feel a ton better getting that stuff out of your system. It slows you down. It just does. So you might want to give that a shot. The uh, whole food plant-based diet uh, is supposed to be, you know, pretty heart healthy, uh, I think they, they, uh, they did a study of over 200,000 people um, and that were um, heavy into the uh, vegetables, fruits, whole grains, your legumes, nuts. Um, and it showed that they had a significantly lower risk of developing heart disease than those fo- not following a plant-based diet. Now there's a lot of studies out there okay a lot of studies have been done there's a lot of facts on both sides again that's why that we are going to be doing a documentary on both sides of that we want to talk to people on both sides you know doctors um, that believe in both or doctors that believe in one side doctors believe in the other but we want it's, it's something that you look right down the middle and you can find uh, things that that will help you on both sides, you know why you can eat a little bit of meat and really it's about how much do you consume i this is my opinion I just think that it's it's all about moderation if you if you crush red meat constantly all day every day, I just don't think that it's good for you. I think it's too much same with carbs you you eat too many carbs not the good carbs the bad carbs you know it's not good for you You've got to have carbs yes you know it helps you with your energy and stuff like that but you know you just you really have to be very cognizant of what you're eating and it's it's a job you you but it's your body i mean you want to you, you only get one shot at it Right, it's not like you can go, uh, oh, you know, after 60, 70 years, if it doesn't work, I'll do it, I'll do it different next time. We don't have that option. You have one shot at this, you got to try to dial it in, and make it right. If you don't want to, that's all good, you know, that's fine, whatever. It's your body, but if you want to. Try and be healthy. You want, And you, if you want to go on both sides, there could be a way to go on both sides and be super healthy and have nothing wrong. You know, you won't have any problems with a doctor. You won't be in the hospital. You won't have diabetes. You won't have high blood pressure. You won't have heart disease. Maybe you won't. You won't have cancer. Uh, they did a study of 69,000 people found that vegetarian diets were associated with, with a significantly lower risk of gastrointestinal cancer. And really, especially people who uh, followed uh, the uh, vegetarian diet. Uh, Vegetarian uh, diet, vegetarians who uh, eat eggs and dairy, who didn't eat eggs and dairy, excuse me. But again, I mean, you know, they do cancer studies all the time in different places. Um, they did one that demonstrated people who followed vegetarian diets had a 22% lower risk of developing colorectal cancer than non-vegetarians. So what does that tell you? I don't know. I mean, is it, you know, it depends on who did you, who do they test? I don't know. But I'm just, I'm telling you from research that I've done, it's, it's what's out there. Those are tests that are out there that have been done. You know, they also have pescatarians, that's a vegetarian who eats fish and it, you know, uh, supposedly they have the greatest protection from colorectal cancer with 40% or 43% reduced risk, you know, compared to non-vegetarians. I mean, how about that? I mean, you know, so, and there's even studies that suggest that, you know, diets rich in vegetables and fruits may help uh, or, or slow down and maybe even prevent cognitive decline in Alzheimer's disease in older adults. I mean, if that is true, that's stuff that we need to look at and, and research that stuff and do it and and, and give it a shot. What, I mean, what is it going to kill you to do that? You know, so it could can, it can seriously help you out if you research this and, and we find out that, yeah, it, it does help and that's what we need to be eating. That's what we need to be doing with our diet. You know, people, a lot of times people don't pay attention to their diet. They're just like, oh, I'm just going to cram all this food because I'm hungry and I'll deal, with the, I'll deal with the results later. And when you're young, later seems like it's so far away. When you're in your teens and you're in your 20s and you're, you're in college and you can't afford to eat. I'm, you know Look, college students can't afford to eat vegan and vegetarian unless you come from a family that's going to take care of all your food for you and they have the money. I get that. But normally, college students cram whatever they can in their mouth just to stay alive because that's what they do because it's what they can afford. I know I was in college. I played baseball. Um, it was tough and I would eat anything I could, you know, it could be McDonald's. It could be ham sandwiches. It could be, um, whatever I could find. It wasn't healthy, but you, when you're in college again, when you're young, 40, 50, 60 years old, seems like a world away from where you're at at that time and I'm not saying everybody should eat plant-based I'm not saying everybody should vegan. Eat like I said diets are you got to look at what works for you what's best for you and the best thing to do is to see your doctor get a checkup find out if anything's wrong with you find out if you do have something wrong and if you do start researching what helps whatever it is that ails you so if you have diabetes, attack that and figure out what's what works for you. Right? So if you have high blood pressure, you're going to do what it takes to to not have high blood pressure if you can. You know, cut back on your sodiums and whatever else that cuts back on high blood pressure. Like I said, diabetes. The research that I've done, thing documentaries that I've watched, listen to doctors speak, having a father that died from diabetes. He diabetes practically took him down. You know, he ended up he had a heart attack when he passed away, but um or it's what, you know, that's how he passed away, he had a heart attack, but diabetes played a huge factor in his health for many years. And I think knowing what I know now and having the studies that are out there now could probably have prolonged his life and made it a, a better life to be honest with you. You know they they do studies that they say uh, a plant a good healthy plant based eating pattern had a like a thirty five percent or lower risk of developing diabetes. You know if you if you knew that you could eat plant based and you could curve the chances of you getting diabetes, wouldn't you do it? Or would you just go, "I want to enjoy all this shit and I'll deal with that in twenty years and I'll deal with the diabetes as it comes." I mean, do you, I don't know. I mean, to me, the logical way of thinking is trying to curve yourself off of the foods that you know for a fact are bad for you. Start working in the diets that will either stop things from happening to you or if you do have things that ail you, you can possibly fix them. You know, if you get type 2 diabetes, you don't want that. Again, plant-based diets You know, they're associated with uh, a reduction, like a 50% reduction in type 2 diabetes compared to non-vegetarian diets. Again, those are tests that are being done in people. You know, of like 200,000 or more people. You know, I mean, that's that's a significant amount of people. I mean, obviously, they, you know, could be more. I'm sure there's other tests done. And it's good for the planet. You know, I don't... I'm not. I'm not going to get into the the whole planet thing, but it is good. It is if you something that we're going to be going down the road that we're going to be down going down and, and covering things like, um, you know, how many you look at livestock and and how much territory it takes up, and you know um, the gas that they emit. All that stuff plays into the health of the planet also. It's not just us. It's the health of the planet. But um, anyway, don't want to get into that because that's not what this is about. But, you know, so if you go look for whole, uh, whole foods, plant-based um, diet, if you want to start, okay, uh, my suggestion, create a shopping list and just go try and buy some of the stuff and ease into it. Unless you can drop everything and do it right now, 100%, good for you. But my suggestion is kind of ease into it, right? Make you a shopping list. Get your fruits down, your berries, your pears, peaches, pineapples, bananas, all, you know, you know what a fruit is. And then your vegetables. Just go get normal vegetables, man. Broccoli, cauliflower, tomatoes, spinach, kale. You've probably already eaten a lot of this stuff. But make sure what you're getting, too. It's not just vegetables, depending on how they package them and stuff. I mean, look, if you can grow some of this stuff, grow some of your stuff. My wife and I grow certain things in the garden we want to make a bigger garden that's the best way to do it i know you don't always have time to do it just telling you if you can do it just a suggestion so um sweet potatoes butternut uh, squash my wife makes that stuff man it's fantastic um you know brown rice uh rolled oats quinoa 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 how do you pronounce that I don't even know how to pronounce it. It's pronounced both ways. You say it one way, somebody looks at you weird. It's a quinoa, quinoa, I don't know. Anyway, you know what I'm talking about. If you can make your own pasta, man, make your own pasta. Again, not to brag about my wife too much, but I like to because she's a fantastic cook. She makes her own pasta sometimes and it's, it's, it's great. Love it. Uh, I'm sure if you're listening, you know, avocados, it's good for you. Go get you some. Um they're normally pretty cheap. Go get you some. Uh coconut oil, I think that's pretty good for you. And then you can research what's what kind of what kind of shopping list you need to put together. You need a lot of nuts in there. A lot of almonds and cashews. And now I will say, I mean, this is not a cheap way to go. You know, unfortunately, they want you in the doctor. They want you to be sick. When I say they, you know, the health industry, contrary to popular belief, they need you to be sick. They need you to not feel well. They need you to be unhealthy because if you're not in the doctor, if you're not going to the hospital, if you're not in the emergency room, if you don't have something ailing you, they don't have a job. They can't prescribe medicine to you, which is a whole nother subject we'll get into on another podcast. So conspiracy theories. Go get uh, your milks. Um, We drink a a plant-based milk. That's phenomenal. Um, But you can get coconut milk, almond milk, cashew milk. Um, And then just, uh, you know, again, Check, you can research shopping lists for plant-based, whole food plant-based diets. And it's not as bad as you think it is. It's not terrible. Uh, tofu might be an issue for some people, but maybe not. Uh, I had never had tofu that I can remember until my wife served it to me about five years ago in soup. Never had it. Didn't even know what it was in the soup, but I had it. And I eat it all the time. It's good. It's it's not bad. So don't think that you know you, you think tofu. Everybody goes, oh, yeah, this, this is funny. but try it. Just try, it. and it depends on how you f- prepare it too. So you can prepare it where you don't you don't realize that you're eating tofu. Some people can pick it out, but there's a lot of a lot of ways my wife uh, makes it. You you don't know. So um, and then you know keep with your beverages that you want to drink. You know, I drink a ton of coffee, but you know, I also drink a lot of water. But that's all I drink: water and coffee. That's it. Um, but that's um, that's 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 uh, that's a lot of how I eat at home, right there. All that stuff I just named is a lot of stuff that I eat at home now, and I I try to eat that way out some. Uh, I mean, I'll be honest. I don't all the time, but I'll tell you. When I'm at home, I eat that stuff, and my wife prepares fantastic meals. And you can, you can prepare some fantastic uh, meals that you would love. So, and if you're if you're going in this way, you 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 know what you got to get, but you got to remember you you have to make a checklist of places that you want to avoid. You don't want fast food. Okay, you don't want to go get the french fries, the cheeseburgers, the hot dogs, the chicken nuggets. You got to do away with that stuff. It's going to be tough, but you got to do away with that stuff. You got to do do away with table sugar, sodas, juice, pastries. I mean, you look, most juices that say they're healthy are not healthy. They're not. They They have, they have, they have, you know, regular sugars and sweeteners, and it's not good for you. Candy. Um, Sugar cereal. Look, just because it says it's healthy doesn't mean it's healthy. You got to look at what's in it, actually in the ingredients. And then, you know, white rice and white pasta and white bread, your bagels, all that stuff. You got to stay away from that. Um, it's If you go on this diet, if you or, or I say diet, if you eat this way, if you want to choose to start to eat this way, you have to start to get rid of some of that stuff. You have to um, getting rid of the sugars and stuff like that is probably the hardest or something. I mean, that's like that's like. I mean, it's it's almost like being I don't know. That's crazy how hard it is to to get rid of, of um, of sugar products for most people. But anyway, you know, that's what it is. I mean, and and kind of a sam- uh, sample meal, um, you know, like get you some butternut squash, and and. And look up some recipes for that stuff is is great for dinner. Eat some eat some oatmeal, coconut milk, top with like berries and coconuts and and or coconut and, and walnuts and stuff like that. You know we prepare things like that in, in the morning and it's it's great. It's great to eat. Fills you up. Um, gives you everything you need. Um, and like I said, if you do this, you can you can get vitamins and protein and stuff. Other ways there are ways to get protein in this diet. You're not lacking protein. You can find it. So I know people argue to, oh, you're not getting the protein. You can get protein in this diet. No, you don't get it in the in the truckloads of it like you do eating, you know, the other way. Right? So so if you go to the other side, you know, people are asking, uh, are red meats are they bad for you? I mean, a lot. It depends on what side you're on, right? There are studies that show that link red meat intake to several types of cancer, including digestive uh, tract cancer, prostate, kidney, breast cancers. You know, it just. Um, so, I mean, it just depends on what side you're on. You have to look at the tests. You know, it's just whether you. It's whether or not you want to believe it. Of all the cancers, colon cancer has the strongest association with red meat intake, supposedly. With dozens of studies reporting that connection. I mean, I've heard that a ton of times. I mean, you will see that in a lot of studies that they do on cancer. And when it's looking at does red meat cause cancer, you will find that in a lot of those studies. I don't care what anybody says. Just look at look at them and you can say what you want it's just about anything anything you can look at anything that you don't want to believe and just say you don't believe it and it's bullshit you can say that about anything it's whether or not you research it and look at it and figure it out and say okay this is what it does i don't want i want to i want to get off of this and i have other ways that i can get my protein and be healthy with supplements And stuff like this. And again, I'm not telling you which way to go. I'm not telling you not to eat meat. I'm not telling you you have to eat plant-based or vegan to be healthy. And I'm not telling you that plant-based and vegan people are full of shit. I'm not saying that. This is right down the middle. I'm down the middle on this. All I want to do is provide some information for you to make a choice or start to make a choice. And just know that it's okay to start to introduce a vegan type lifestyle or vegetarian type lifestyle, pescatarian, whatever you want to choose, into your life and 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 help your health. You know, look, you can eat you can eat vegan your entire life and die at forty of something. So it's not, it's not a hundred percent foolproof here. That's not what I'm trying to to convince anybody of, but again, there are tests out there there are books out there there are researches uh, that are done that you can just you can look them up so you know uh, cancers have been linked to a high intake of red meat you know um. Uh, Red meat cooked at high temperatures may increase cancer risk. You know, white meat doesn't seem to have that effect. You know, when they talk about meat, certain meats, red meat, causing colon cancer, there are studies that found poultry consumption was linked to a reduced risk of colon cancer. Even when you cook it to where you char it. So what do you, I mean, what do you do? You have to research it. You have to figure out what's best for you, right? So you can eat your chicken. You can eat a little bit of red meat. I'm not, I don't know. Nobody, I mean, everybody is different. Every person is different. The best thing to do, again, like I said, go to the doctor. Go check yourself out. Go see what is wrong with you if you have anything wrong with you. I mean, just do that. Start there. Yeah, but, um Some researchers believe processed meat may potentially lead to inflammation in the colon that increases cancer risk. Adding calcium, vitamin E to cured meat reduced levels of toxic end uh, products in the feces of human and rats. These nutrients were found to improve pre-cancerous colon lesions in the rats. So they're doing the tests and you know one one way one thing is going one way producing cancer and colon cancer and different types of cancer but then there's other things that may make it to where you you know it reduces cancer risks and it, I just I want to make it clear that I don't think just cuz you eat red meat I really don't think just cuz you eat red meat you're going to get cancer and I don't think what this any of this is saying I just think it's a you know It's wise to limit your consumption of processed meat. If you choose to eat red meat, just use the right cooking methods. Don't burn it. Don't char it. That has been linked to cancer, certain types of cancer. And just, you know, back down your consumption of it. You know? And then get checked regularly. We all need to get checked regularly. Especially your heart. You know, meat in, the, in your heart. I mean, that's that's another one. Meat intake and heart disease. You know, they, they say it's definitely an increased risk with processed products. I don't know. I mean, it's, you know, you, you make your best judgment. Okay, you got to make your best judgment. You got to, again, do the research. Figure out what works best for you, works best for your body. All bodies react different to different things. In 2010, there was a massive review of 20 studies including over 1.2 million people. It's a large group. They found that consuming processed but not red meat appeared to increase heart disease risk by 42%. But they don't prove that, you know, high intake of processed meat causes heart disease. It just shows an association, association, excuse me. Look, Meat, different meats, the way you cook them, it, it's it's up and down with this. You know, all the stuff that we said that that is reduced over on the vegetarian and the vegan and the the plant based diets. You know, it seems like when you look at the meat, and even like type type two diabetes, you know it it increases type two, but type two diabetes. You know, there's a link. With the it's an association between the process, you know, eating processed or red meat and type two diabetes. Again, do you want diabetes? I don't know. Are you going to get it? Definitely, I don't know. I'm not a doctor. It the diabetes and, and the thing to me, the thing about the diabetes is not just consumption of meat. Now, I definitely don't want you to think that that I'm trying to say that's just meat because if you develop unhealthy diet habits. I mean, when you're eating too many refined carbs and not eating enough vegetables and just simply overeating and you get overweight, and you're not healthy, you don't exercise and, you know, you're eating a ton of meat and, and all that, then the chances of you getting diabetes is probably pretty good. You know, you watch your carbs, you eat low carbs, you eat what you needed the carbs, the good carbs you eat, you got to have carbs. But you eat the right ones and then, you know, if you eat, you know, a a decent amount of meat and you can reduce your blood sugar levels, you know, I mean, you can possibly reduce your diabetes. Um, In that sense, that's what I'm saying. There's different diets that work for different people. But what do you do? You know, does it help you reduce diabetes? But then what? Do you get colon cancer? I mean... It's, it's why we have to do more research on diets and and what is actually healthy for people and not putting them in a hospital so that big Pharma can make their billions of dollars off of making you know these these drugs that people have to have and they're on six, seven eight different pills during the day to make them feel better because you take one, and then next thing down the road you got to take another one to combat all the shit that this one does, you know, the side effects that this one causes. And right on down the line next thing you know you're on six or seven different pills. You're not fixing the problem, you're fixing one problem but you're creating other problems. That's what pills do. I don't care what you say. Convince me otherwise. Not to get off on a tangent about 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 medicine. But I do I do I don't mind picking fights with this because again my dad died of diabetes and I, he was mistreated um, I think from the get-go and I'm not a big fan of loading up with pills to make you feel better I'm just not I am big on watching your diet and living a healthy diet working out and, and eating the things that. Can possibly make you live longer and live healthier without taking any kind of medicines. I'm a big believer in that. Uh, I'm I'm thankful for doctors, surgeons. Look, I was in. I was. My wife had a bunch of surgeries before we had our our daughter. I had a surgery. I had my appendix removed. Look, I, look, doctors. I, Thank you for everything that doctors and nurses and all these people do, That things that I couldn't do, things that I couldn't look at. They, they look at every day. They, they do all this great stuff. But there are ways for us to stay out of hospitals. There is. And what we need to do is we need to do our research and make sure that we're paying attention to what we eat because I think the diet plays a huge role in, in how you feel diseases that you may get and if you have some I think that depending on how bad they are I think I absolutely believe that depending on your diet if you eat the correct things you can curve what you have and possibly get rid of things that you have that way if you don't believe it then continuing to eat the same shit that you eat now if you're listening and you eat McDonald's twice a day five times a week or whatever then continue to do that I've said it before I'll say it again do you want to live to be 80 or 90? Of course you do. The question is, is once you get to 40 or 50, how do you want to live your life from there to the end of your life? Do you want to be in the hospital two or three times a week? Do you want to be in the hospital for weeks at a time? Do you want to go to, I mean, it's just if you had to go to the doctor's office several times a week to get checkups, because you have whatever it is that you may have, and then you have to refill prescriptions two or three times a month. you have to get up in the morning and take pills in the afternoon you got to take pills at night, you got to take pills. Do you want to go to dialysis several times a week because your kidneys aren't good anymore because of diabetes? Is that how you want to live the last thirty or forty years of your life, twenty years of your life, or do you want to live it in a healthy way? Again, I'm not saying it's got to be plant-based or vegetarian. All I want to, all I'm trying to to convince you of is to pay attention to what you eat, to what you eat. You don't necessarily have to listen to the way, special, um, the specifications that the government puts out for our kids to eat, because that is creating a life of misery as you move on throughout life. If you want to eat meat, just look at how much you're eating and, and and just, you know, and what types of meat, what types of meat are you eating? You know, or do you hunt? Do you kill a deer? Do you bring that meat back? That's healthy meat. You know, I'm okay with that. It's the farm, the factory farming. That's where we run into problems. Not going down that road. That's on a different one. But anyway, I just wanted to talk for a few minutes. Actually, a little bit longer than a few minutes. But I just kind of wanted to dive into that a little bit because it's something that I've been doing for some time. My wife has been uh, vegan for quite a while. Um, she introduced me to this. I was I never pushed back on it, but you know I was a big meat eater. I used to eat a lot of meat, a lot of red meat. I cut that out almost, it just, it wasn't good for me in a a sense that it didn't make me feel good. So that's why I started to to get off of it because I didn't feel good. I felt weighed down. I felt sluggish. Then when I almost cut it out completely, I I dabble in it from time to time, but when I cut it out almost completely, I noticed how well I felt. I had a lot more energy. And this is me. This is my body. So it may not work for you. I don't know, but I felt better. I felt like I was, I had more energy. I was still eating good carbs. I was still eating good food. I was still getting my protein from other places. I was still eating chicken, you know, and and that type of stuff. But the red meat is where I had a problem. So I, I figured it out and I just, I cut it out for the most part. Yeah. So, but again, that's me. So animal protein has always been, um, linked to people who work out who want to get big you got to consume a shit ton of of, of protein so that's the fastest way to get your protein you know in, it's it's linked to increasing muscle mass anybody who's been in the gym knows that it's uh, everybody lives on protein and it's this animal protein i don't know and it's also it's it, you know animal proteins uh, it they say it could help your bone density and strength so again, is it good or bad? We don't know, but I think it's, it's I think it's the amount that you take in. You know, older women with a higher intake of animal protein had a it's like almost 70% dis, uh, decreased risk of hip fractures. That's crazy. But again, is it is it the um, it, you don't want to overdo it, I don't think. I think it's just the amount that you take in. And also, you know, there's the iron it contains a lot of iron that's uh that's about it for the day I just uh, again I just I wanted to touch base on the different types of diets I hear it all the time it's uh, I get into those conversations with people and it's not a bad conversation we just that you know people ask you know what's the what do you think is good about being in or being vegetarian Has it helped you and how has it helped you you know just if, if you if you if you decide to go the other way, with a vegan, vegetarian, whole whole food, plant-based. Just, you know, dip your toe in there a little bit. See what you think. And then if you're going to eat the meat, try to get the best best types of meat. You know, the grass-fed beef, the people who may hunt. See if you can get some meat from this. That's the, that's the good meat. To me, that's the best things. You know, organic meat on small farm. Not where they're factory farming, where they have 100 cows and a 10 by 10 cell. I know that's not going to happen, but you get the idea. You know what I'm talking about. You've all seen pictures and videos of it. It's not good for the animals. So get your food from the right place. That's probably, the, that's really the bottom line. Really. It's just um, unprocessed and properly cooked meats. Yeah, it has new nutrients and it uh, has health benefits. There's no doubt about it. I think there's a lot of tests that show that. I don't think there's a reason to stop eating meat. I think there's a, a, a reason to slow the consumption of it, and again, I'm going to have more conversations about this uh, on both sides. We, uh, I'm working on a documentary. It's called Eating Both Sides with Tony Barardo. We are in the in the beginning stages of it. I think it's going to be super interesting. We're going to be speaking to a lot of people who specialize in this field, and I think it's going to be really good. And it's going to bring out a lot of good conversations, um, a lot of good research. So be looking for that. You'll hear me talking about it a lot. You'll probably see it on social media. So anyway, I hope you got something out of this. I hope um, even if one person got up, that's good for me. Again, I just wanted to touch base on this a little bit. And I hope you guys understand. I'm not trying to lean anybody one way or the other. I'm just trying to stay down the middle. So uh, anyway, thanks for listening and um, have a good day. Be safe out there. Uh, if, if you have to wear a mask, wear a mask. I know it's a pain in the ass sometimes, but we all need to stay healthy and, and hopefully get through uh, this coronavirus thing. So um, be healthy out there, man. Thank you for listening to another episode of Manchester's Podcast. Make sure to hit that follow button on Spotify and Apple Podcasts and anywhere podcasts can be found. Also, make sure you're following on Instagram at Jason Manchester and at Manchester's Podcast.